Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? Listen in to find out. Because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. All right, we can start now. I swear, every time that I'm about to start recording, get on a great phone call, what have you, there's some noise pollution that just pops out of a random corner. So the gardener came, right? And then all of a sudden he goes, and you hear it from afar, right? And it gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And you're like, they're coming for me. (laughs) That's little, seriously, my like little nemesis the blowers i hate them i hate them so anyways they're gone they did their duties the refrigerator my refrigerator is making really weird noises and i don't know why i'm not sitting in my closet but yes i'm at home recording today so if you hear poppy make a stretchy noise if you hear my refrigerator sound like it's about to blow up (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know, that weird noise, the robot noise in the background, it's just my fridge. You know, here we go. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, KB, your lifestyle designer, your mindset coach. You are everything. I, well, at least I hope so. But um, anyways, I had this great conversation this morning in the locker room. Boy, I... I missed the locker room during COVID shutdown because I really found that in the swimming locker room, that is my community. That is where, you know, me being a hermit and me being such a homebody and an introvert of sorts, that is where I have the best conversations, the shortest lived, but best conversations. And so I was speaking with this young woman this morning that just moved into town and I could tell she was new because, you know, I swim like almost every day and you just know when there's a new person in your lane, she was fast. She was great. And um, I started talking to her and she just got a job here. So shout out to Hannah if you're listening. Hey. Um, But anyways, she was talking about how she is a speech therapist Um, and I immediately thought to myself, you guys know this, all the days that I have that my tongue or I'm inflamed from my autoimmune or whatever's going on in my body and I'm tripping over my tongue. You can hear it. So (laughs) I am, Hannah's inspiring me to A, slow down when I'm speaking, let my mind match my, (laughs) you know, my tongue action. Okay, that sounds really weird, but do you know what I mean? Like, let them work together here because often at times you guys know as well as I do that my thought pattern is just like fast forward, like 20 steps ahead from me being able to talk. And so that is why I am stumbling over my tongue. So I'm going to try to be calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, 
so here we are, the Just Being Honest podcast show, another week full of fun and great information. So, um, earlier this week, I had this great Instagram live. I don't do many Instagram lives, but I really think I should be doing more this year. More this year. Wow, 2021, guys. It's already almost the end of August. Huh? Can you believe how fast this year has flown by? So anyways, let's just say for the rest of 2021, I'm going to really dedicate to myself to do at least one Instagram live a month. Is that good enough for you? Okay. But anyway, so I had this great conversation with my friend Melanie Nopke, who is just a marketing maven. She is an awesome mom. She is a stylist. She is a multi-hyphenated, just like myself. Um, we met originally when we were both living in Kansas City. Now we're both in California. Her, she's a co-founder of Health House, and you guys know I rant and rave about doing the workouts at Health House. I do the online version just because I'm not in West Hollywood, but I love it. So if you guys want some amazing workouts that you can do at home, check it out, healthhouse.com. Get in the game, folks. If you're in California, though, if you're in West Hollywood, go check out the Rooftop Workout Facility. It's awesome. All the instructors are great. This is not an ad. I'm just a fan. So go check it out. Um, But anyways, back to what I was saying. Melanie and I were talking on IG Live the other day about um, filters, okay? So originally, we kind of started off on the basis of how she has been working with this platform talking about aging unfiltered, right? Kind of opening the discussion about, you know, uh, just talking about the aging process, right? You know, how, how we can normalize it. And so I was talking to her more in depth about, you know, filters like on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about. You know that people use filters on a daily occasion. And I even have friends that will not FaceTime me because they say they don't look, they don't like what they look like on the camera, like as a FaceTime, right? Because they can't FaceTune themselves. (sighs) Okay, true story. I had an iPhone 6 for the longest time. I mean, I had all the iPhone, like, you know, iPhone 1. And I remember back in that day, right? But I had an iPhone 6 when everyone was advanced to like an iPhone 11 and iPhone 12. So I had no ability to even do a filter because, <laughs> guys, my phone's like capacity would not do it. Every time I tried to do some sort of fun filter, like a fun one, you know, with the sunglasses or like the butterflies, my phone would literally like shut down. So I had to be like lickety split and just like say what I was gonna say and then just spew it out there. So I didn't really get into the filter thing and I'm kind of glad and not really letting myself do that because of the mental health, you know, the body dysmorphia, the body image side effects of it. And that's what Melanie and I were really, really talking about um, on our IG live. So if you guys haven't seen it, head on over to my Instagram at just be an honest KB and it's on IGTV. 
So there you go. You can look it up. It's only about 25 minutes long. And if you want to be a part of this, I'll say it at the bottom of the show, but if you want to be a part of this movement where we're just like putting forth the effort to like remove the filters, to just put ourselves out there and just be proud of like what we were given, you know, hashtag filter free. Okay. That's your hashtag filter free. So now I have this little fur monster next to me chewing on her Kong ball. I'm just glad she's like, you know, keeping herself occupied. So I'm not going to bother it. But if you do hear a thumping, that's my girl, Poppy. So anyways, today I want to go beyond that. I want to go kind of further and maybe we'll have Melanie on the show sometime. But um, I really want to jump in deep about the topic of quote unquote pretty privilege. Have you ever heard that term before? Okay, well, I've been hearing it like more often and it kind of makes sense. Like every time I hear the word, it like totally makes sense, you know? So pretty privilege, you know, why bias is completely real amongst us. And, you know, frankly, what can we do about it? You know, not everyone was given the same gene pool, right? Some people have larger ears. Some people have larger noses, maybe you know, a gap between their teeth. I mean, I'm not saying anything wrong besides to any of these, but what I want to say is everyone has a perceived notion, um, and I'm going to go into this, of what beauty is to them, perceived. So I guess you can kind of go further in this and say that we have been stigmatized to a beauty standard, right? We have been stigmatized and kind of like conditioned in our minds that we have to follow this like rule of what is beautiful and what is not. Um, We have been trying so hard to make ourselves palatable to the rest of the world. But make yourself palatable to yourself. Do you like what you see in the mirror? That's what we need to start off with. So by doing that, I think we can help a younger generation, our younger sisters, our younger brothers, you know, remove the filter, show that we don't need to compare ourselves with our, ourselves. That's what Instagram is doing. And I hate it. I hate it that they make us want to be like, oh, well, I look better with this filter. I don't really like what I look like for real, for real, for real. I mean, that's the only thing I'm seeing in the mirror every day. So join me, hashtag filter free. And you can tag me at just being honest KB when you do that. And Melanie Nopke, her last name is spelled K-N-O-P-K-E. <clears throat> okay, so moving on with that, I want to talk about this. <laughs> like, what is pretty privilege? And I've been like scouring the internet looking for more information about this just because I want to feed you guys with some things that I learned as well. But basically, in a world where we are constantly told what, you know, products to buy, what clothes that are the most flattering, you know, trendy, what's going to be in, and what foods not to eat, it becomes clear, so crystal clear that we are expecting and expected to be nothing short of this thing called beautiful, the beauty standard, okay? Someone's telling us, who is it? marketing. It's that old paradigm. Um, Some people have even said it's the white supremacy. I don't know. Old man's thinking? Could be. (sighs) And I'm putting information that I've been reading about, 
You can agree, you can disagree. We can all just have a great, honest conversation about this. That's why the show is called Just Being Honest. So just hear me out, all right? Um, but anyways, moving on. So beauty is, of course, it's subjective. However, it manifests itself in varying ways through our society, through these societal beauty standards. You know, and beauty standards, as I mentioned before, are fluctuating ideals with extremely, extremely narrow criteria. And this is basically ensuring that only few can actually attain them. So think about like your Instagram feed. Think about the quote unquote influencers out there with the skinny little waist, the big booty that everyone wants. Um, you know, maybe they look like Minnie Mouse. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like they have a teeny tiny little nose, they have big lips, they have big boobs. And then I look at myself, right? And I'm like, how did they do that? What workout are they doing? You know, what are they eating immediately? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to snap out of that. So those who happen to meet these standards, as I just mentioned, often experience social advantages. You know what I'm talking about. And better treatment by those who perceive them as quote unquote attractive. Now, these unearned benefits, this is, this is something I just read. So these unearned benefits were defined by psychology researches, researchers as a beauty premium, okay? But they're more commonly referred to today as what I mentioned before, pretty privilege, a beauty premium, right? So essentially, quote unquote, unattractive people experience significant disadvantages in comparison to quote unquote, attractive people. In fact, they describe these disparities as comparable to get this, the income gap between genders or ethnicities. Whoa. And that was taken from Mobius and Rosenblatt, and that was a study done in 2006. So in the end, someone is receiving unearned benefits as a result of their physical appearance. But what exactly does this skin deep path to success look like? Okay, so I'm going to share three ways pretty privilege produces, can you say that like five times fast? Pretty privilege produces greater successes in life. Okay, number one being pretty privilege can mean being seen as a better employee. Attractive people are seen as better workers by their employers. I mean, what if they're not even doing anything? What if they are just tumbling their fingers? Twiddling their fingers, I guess that's the term, right? Now, in the same research that defined the term beauty premium, a study was conducted to, deter to determine the effects of beauty on the hiring process. This is interesting. Within it, employers viewing photographs of potential employees were inclined to increase salaries by nearly huh, 10.5% to attractive people. Can you even fathom that? Can you even? Oh my gosh. So similar, similar, similarly, this is why I need the speech therapist. I swear, sometimes I really do. Similarly, the, what we're going to call halo effect implies that we subconsciously assume people's appearances are a reflection of their overall characters. Huh, really? Really? 
truth. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So with this in mind, it is unsurprising that physically attractive individuals are perceived as more quote-unquote sociable, dominant, sexually warm, mentally healthy, intelligent, and socially skilled. Yeah, truth. You don't know what's going on behind the veil, right? You don't. You don't know what's going on behind someone's life, no matter what they look like. This is so true. So attractive people often benefit from this bias, as I mentioned, from a very early age. You may notice this. Perhaps there's like twins, right? They look completely different. Maybe one gets rewarded over the other. And when this happens in an early age, this is resulting in greater confidence as adults, right? When they get the boost when they're a little child, they have that like charisma from a younger age. It just stems into adulthood. So researchers suggest confidence translates into successes as self-assured individuals are more likely to step out of their comfort zones. Yes, they are, right? When someone's like boosting your ammo, you're going to have more things to go after. And they will be perhaps asking for higher wages or even greater willingness to take on job opportunities. Those are just some of the ways in which confidence can translate directly into the professional success. Okay, yes, I hear you, I see you. So what about number two? Number two, pretty privilege can mean earning higher grades, okay? Let's take this into the schoolroom. Pretty privilege doesn't just translate to work success. It also produces many academic advantages. So now that we're just back into the school year, I was telling Hannah in the locker room, you know, when you know you're an adult when you don't realize time as far as a school year calendar year. And so let's jump into this. As mentioned previously, attractive people are seen actually as more intelligent in addition to many other positive traits. Now that being said, research has also shown that pretty privilege can also give a way better grade for that individual. Can you even believe that? It's like they give him like a second base, a third base. Hey, let's like boost you up a little more. It's okay, you made a mistake, you failed that test. It's fine, I'll give you a second chance, right? So a study was conducted to test whether or not physical attractiveness plays a role in unobserved productivity by comparing attractiveness to grades in college courses. Now this is interesting. So variables were manipulated through two groups. Groups of students whose appearances were directly observed by instructors and groups of students whose appearances were not. Now the study found that appearances did indeed matter as attractive female students earned higher grades than the quote unquote unattractive ones. Very interesting. Okay. Not even watched, right? Okay. So let's move on to number three in that pretty privilege can mean romantic success. I think we can all feel this, especially even just during COVID. Many people are on dating apps and you have to really streamline your photos to even like, you know, get a first shot. All right. Oh my gosh, don't get me started. I'm not on dating apps personally just because I don't like 
judgment of that. I know what I look like personally. I know I'm a beautiful being. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have been given a great <laughs> gene pool, okay? My parents, thank you. Um, I'm a nerd. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say like I'm the life of the party. I go to bed at 9. I do. I go to bed. Actually, I probably have been in my bed at 8.45 and I wake up at 5 a.m., right? I'm pretty nerdy. Um, anyways, I digress. But let's talk about romantic su- romantic success. Let's move on, right? Enough about me. Um, so a, there was actually a study from Chapman University that discovered that out of desirable traits for a long-term, long-term partner, 84% of female participants and 92% of male participants reported, quote-unquote, good-looking as an essential quality, okay? So while other factors such as personality are bound to play a role (laughs) in who we find attractive, it is impossible to ignore the influence of one's physical attractiveness within the realm of dating and romance. Do you hear me? Okay, those little swipey swipe actions. I know you guys are loving this episode so much, but I just wanted to boop, jump in really quick to tell you some breaking news. Guys, I'm eating cereal again. Yeah, yeah. No, but hold on. Listen, hear me out. It's not that trashy cereal that's just basically a bowl of sugar. This is like real food. This is like real ingredients. One, two, three, four, five. I just counted five ingredients that I know exactly what it is. I know where it comes from. Cassava flour, collagen, coconut, coconut oil, sea salt. Yes, from Love Bird Food. Guys, I love this stuff. If you heard the episode with the founder, Parker Brooks, um, you're going to have to go listen to that one more time. But guess what? 20% of profit given to fight childhood cancer. I mean, I think I would eat three boxes a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you guys want to try out a healthier version, it's grain-free cereal, head on over to the show notes. The discount is right there, or maybe you're a little bit more anxious. You can just go to um, the website right now and type in code HONEST10 for 10% off. And also, make sure you check the show notes for more discounts on brands that I fully support. Remember, I'm a stickler. I don't just support any brand out there. I do the vetting all for you because I want your lifestyle to be designed with wellness and health in mind. All right, back to the show because we have plenty more to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I was on a dating app, you know, you it is. Whatever you see, it's like, mm, yes, no, yes, no. You don't even read their name. You don't even read, you know, what they do, where they went to school, their favorite hobby. Maybe they said a joke. None of that. It's all based upon appearance. You try to zoom in, you know, if you can. Yeah. So research also shows that attractive people are seen as more sociable, which turn... Basically, it fosters better communication skills and more potential relationships, both platonically and romantically. Okay. Hmm. Do you agree? 
Do you disagree? So essentially, pretty people are granted more opportunities for romantic success through others' perceptions of specific positive traits, like social skills, just might be the best predictor of lifetime success, right? Okay, I'll be honest. My social skills are fine for a short amount of time, but then I get exhausted. It's that projector of human design in me, which I'll actually want to jump into that in a more in-depth episode based upon energy and your human design. But, um, you know, given the lottery of the gene pool, right? I take care of myself physically and mentally. I think that goes a long way with how we are seen on the outside and what breeds confidence, true and true. But to be honest with you, I mean, I love meeting new people. I don't like surface talk. I don't, I like deep conversation and I love animals. They're just great, you know? So I wouldn't say, as I mentioned before, I wouldn't say I'm the life of the party by any means. No, 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 no. Um, let's kind of jump into this topic of beauty standards and self-esteem because that's kind of what we're getting at <laughs> with this whole discussion anyways, right? And mental health. Mental health and the impact of upward comparisons. All right. So comparing yourself to others who you perceive to be better than you or upward comparisons can be extremely detrimental to your mental health. You know what I'm talking about, right? So research, I know I'm getting really researchy on this episode, but I had to have stuff to back me up. So research has shown that the amount of benefits we grant to attractive people can leave those left out desperately comparing themselves to others. So upward comparisons can cause other negative feelings, including shame, inferiority, and overall depression. And with the abundant social comparison opportunities today via social media platforms, It is crucial to understand ways to alleviate these negative effects. So one, as we mentioned, is a simple step forward. Don't use use filters. Another thing I would recommend is stop following people that are basically don't have the same like life or outlook on life as you, right? Maybe they're selling something that you don't believe in. Maybe they're living a life that you don't believe in. Maybe they don't even look like you, right? don't follow them. Maybe you're 33 and you're trying to look at something an 18-year-old that barely has hit puberty is doing. Don't look at them. You have a different mind, body, soul, and body than them. (coughs) You hear what I'm saying? So what can we do with this, with the topic of pretty privilege? So while we have established that this whole topic of pretty privilege exists, It's time that we actually talk about the ways to manage it further. As I just mentioned a couple examples before, but I want to go deeper because we want to, in the long run, prevent some of its negative consequences, like that mentioned upward comparisons. So the topic of untraining, untraining, deconditioning, pretty privilege biases or bias, pretty privilege. Privilege may be something that is seemingly engraved in our society. I know. It's so weird how subconsciously it's just... There, right? And at this cultural level, 
Researchers have suggested that the main way to combat these privileges is to basically what I just said before, untrain the bias we have towards physically attractive people. Just untrain it. Just see others as who they are, right? No angles. No angles. Come on, models. Let's do this. And... (laughs) Here I go, guys. I had an extra B12 today, so I am on it. And plus, I had some matcha tea. The matcha is really kicking in, let me tell you. Uh, Moving on, though, but what I was saying, studies have been conducted to show the effects of counter-stereotype training. This is cool. So in one study, researchers found counter-stereotyping significantly reduced implicit bias Okay. They also found that when participants became aware of their own biases, they began feeling motivated to self-regulated. Okay. Untraining your biases not only makes you more aware of yourself, but this new awareness creates an overall well-being that you are just like smitten towards. Um... And we have also discussed the ways self-awareness can cultivate work-related, you know, and well-being as well, right? <coughs> so it all goes hand in hand. But moving on with this, you may agree, you may disagree on this, but we're going to jump into it. The body positivity movement. So feeling comfortable in your own skin is also a huge step in combating the effects of pretty privilege and upward comparisons, okay? The recent rise of the body positive movement has been proven by researchers to increase female confidence and better their mental well-being, okay? So, I mean... If we're looking at social media content, right, as the status quo of beauty ideals ideals or portraying and promoting diverse physical appearances, right, what do you think the mental health benefits are going to be from those actions, right? Okay, just think about it. And you might want to like use this as like a homework time to actually go on social media and just kind of like scroll. I give you permission to scroll. And just look and just say, like, how is this affecting me? Like, how is this affecting me? And know that if you don't feel like you can unfollow something, guess what? They gave us a mute button. You can mute things. You don't have to see it if you don't want to. If it's affecting you, acknowledge that. Know how you are feeling. Mute it. Or simply just turn the phone off. (laughs) Throw it in the water. Throw it out the window. Run over it with your car. I don't know. Um, So in a study of female undergraduate students, the participants were asked to complete a week-long assessment on their level of body satisfaction in comparison to body positivity exposure. Okay? So they were then asked to report what social media platform they experienced the most body positivity content. And the results actually showed that Instagram was accounting for 46.1% of body positivity exposure, with participants feeling the most positive feelings there, okay? But likewise, viewing body positive content was associated with greater body satisfaction. 
and researchers concluded that viewing body positivity content daily can actually benefit psychological well-being as it protects and enhances one their whole body image as a whole, right? So scrolling through Instagram, I don't I don't personally think that it'll solve pretty privilege, but this new wave of you know, the positive image, the, the images that are be shown, being shown to you is possibly heading into the right direction, right? Okay. Still goes back to the filter thing, the filter discussion. Are they using filters, right? But the way that they're expressing their bodies may be a little bit different, right? In the end. So let's talk about building the self-esteem building the self-esteem with self-awareness, okay? Um, And this is really easy, and this is going to be really, really short. But with this, (coughs) I want you all as homework to look at yourself in the mirror, okay? Just follow along. Look at yourself in the mirror. Let your eyes, if you do yoga, you know anything about the word drishti. So let your eyes just kind of soften and like... Relax your body. I mean, even stare at yourself naked in the mirror. Let your drishti come over to you, okay? Your eyes just get foggy. and Look at yourself as an entire whole, okay? This may sound cheesy, but just follow along and do the homework. Self-awareness. Perhaps even close your eyes. How do you feel in your body, okay? Put your hand on your chest. Feel your heart beating, okay, aware. Maybe put it on your arms, the strength of your arms. Maybe put it on your belly, right? The belly that helps you digest and nourish yourself, okay? Put it on your legs, your thighs, your quads, how strong they are to carry you up and down hills. Jump over things if necessary. You know, jump back if your dog jumps forward at a cat. Okay, what about your feet, you know? Like, can you feel your feet below you holding you up? Really strong. Like, we don't give our feet enough credit. Feel that. Maybe shake your arms a little bit. Okay. Inhale. Exhale. And now open up your eyes if you closed them. And look at yourself. Look at that whole body that's there. And say thank you. Just simply say thank you. I mean, did you feel any sort of negativity along the way when you were giving such gratitude towards that body? And this is not like one of those happens in five seconds, like, oh, great, yeah, I feel so much better about myself, yeah. Because I think it's a daily practice, you know, pretty privileged. Like, we're all beautiful, beautiful souls. You just have to acknowledge, like, where is your beauty stemming from? What is your standard? What is your standard? Okay, because we create it ourselves and we're the ones, frankly, that carry on the conditioning or not from the past. Okay, so you have the power to on your social media feeds, hashtag filter free, you know, just change the wave. Show yourself, show yourself who you are, because who you are, you know, show up and just give it out there because When you give yourself the opportunity, you give everyone the opportunity. When you speak your truth, you give everyone else the opportunity to speak their truth. 
Because guess what? You have so much wisdom within yourself, on your facial expressions, the lines in your foreheads, perhaps. We want to see it. We want to see that wisdom. Don't fear the face of wisdom. All right, my children, thanks for tuning in this week. It's always a joy having you. And um, stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to the Just Being Honest podcast on iTunes because you never want to miss a beat of this show. We're always bringing you great new content, new guests. Sometimes it's me solo. I have some giveaways coming up. You can hear Poppy in the background. It's joyous. It's great fun. Um, I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to be honest. So... Until next time, guys, I thank you so much for your five-star ratings on iTunes as well. I read all your comments. I love you. Okay, until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Peace, love. Ciao.